Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be what I don't know really means. Well, I don't have an email that I'm going to go through with you today, but the reason for this particular topic is this, this is something that comes up from time to time in my phone sessions. And about a month or so ago, I had a phone session with a guy who was a really difficult client. And he had all these excuses, these stories that he had, and invented. And this particular guy was trying to figure out what his purpose was in life. But it's like he couldn't even get off the starting point. I mean, the guy was like, I think he was around 30 years old, lived at home with his parents. For the last 10 years, he's worked a bullshit part-time job. And obviously staying at home with his parents enables him to keep his bills really low. But his life is just zipping by. And because of the story that he tells himself about his life and his capabilities, he's basically boxed himself into the point where he can't go anywhere. He can't move forward. He can't get another job. He can't even look at the things that he wants to do with his life because he's created a story that literally creates a bunch of mental obstacles that are totally self-created. And so this is a good topic because, this, again, this is things I sometimes encounter with my clients is that the reason why anybody doesn't have the things that they want in their lives is the story that they tell themselves about why they can or can't have it. So I got a quote that I wrote and then I'm going to discuss this in more detail. So the quote says, when you ask someone what they really want in life, what they really love, or why their lives are not the way they really want them to be, and they respond with, I don't know, it means they know, but they really don't want to say. What keeps people from reaching their full potential in life is the story that they tell themselves. We create excuses that justify continued inaction, fear, and doubt. People will do more to avoid pain than they will do to gain potential pleasure. The best way to help yourself or someone else to get past this self-created mental obstacle is to ask, but if you had to guess. Average people who don't know any better can't get past their limiting beliefs and the negative self-created stories that they tell themselves to even examine or contemplate a plan of action to reach their full potential. Therefore, they never start. If you had to guess, cracks the door to considering possibilities and contemplating what could potentially work. To achieve what you really want in life, you must first know what you want and then come up with emotionally compelling reasons why you want it. Then you can create a plan of action to make it a reality. So what does that mean? What is what typically do causes people to not reach their potential in life? So let's take losing weight or getting in shape. Say somebody cuz at the end of the day, people that are fat, they know they're fat. People that are overweight, they know that they're overweight. They can see it in the mirror and they've heard enough comments from friends, family, their peer group or total strangers that let them know that they're bigger than most people. And so if you ask somebody like that, why is it you're not able to lose weight? Why don't you go to the gym? Often what you'll hear is, I don't know. 
And when someone says, I don't know, what it really means is I know, but I'm too scared to say it's too painful to contemplate doing something about it. So you take the obese person. Think about it. They don't what, – what do you think – if they're not going to the gym or doing anything to help themselves, what is probably in their mind? Well, I'm fat and when I go in the gym, people are going to see that I'm probably one of the few fat people in the gym and people that are in really good shape might look at me funny. They might laugh at me. I might look silly. I might look stupid and that's going to be painful and I don't really want to experience that. So what do they do? They, they create a story that insulates them from even having to try because the potential pain is going to the gym, working out, watching your diet. And obviously anybody that does any kind of training or exercise knows that staying fit and in shape, 95% of it really is having the discipline to control what you put in your mouth. That's the reality. It's common excuses you'll hear is, I got a thyroid condition or... I'm big boned. I've got this. I've got that. That's their story. In other words, the story justifies doing nothing. But the reality is if you want to be healthy and you want to be in shape, and I've written extensively because I've had a lot of health challenges over the course of my life that I've overcome with diet and exercise. And I'm not a huge guy. I'm not big. I'm basically the same weight that I was when I was 19, 20 years old. I'm fit. I'm in good shape. I look good at the beach. And I'm pretty I love to run, but I absolutely fucking hate lifting weights. I hate it. It's a hard I have a hard time motivating myself to go to the gym and do weight training on a regular basis, but I love running. I've got a woodweight treadmill in my house. I run three to four days a week and I absolutely fucking love it. But I'll tell you what, every time I do go to the gym and every time I go go and do weight training doesn't matter what party part is, the process of going there and thinking about going there is just not something I look forward to. That's reality. But when I get done, I always feel better. I feel a sense of accomplishment. I feel good about myself. I notice that the muscle tends to puff up and I feel stronger. Like if I take a week or two off from doing any weights, I can feel it. I can feel that my muscles don't feel as tight and they're not as pumped as they were before and I don't like the way that looks in the mirror so I'm associating pain with seeing hey the tone in my muscle is starting to go away I don't feel as strong as I did before so that is pain that motivates me to move towards what I want and then after I get done working out I feel good my nasal passages are open I've got a good sweat on I feel a sense of accomplishment. Those are all positive things. So I use, I rewired my brain to think of pain. Well, what are the consequences of not taking care of myself? Well, I don't look as good. I'm not going to be as healthy. My clothes aren't going to be as tight. My clothes start to get loose. I know I haven't been going to the gym and I haven't been taking care of myself. Or if they get really tight and I haven't been going to the gym, then I know I'm eating too many carbs and too much sugar. So it's a constant battle because... I love junk food. I love cheesecake. I love candy. Everything that's bad for you, I absolutely fucking love it. But I know that, especially with the skin that I have, I have very weak skin that I inherited from my mother. You can tell. I've got Irish-type skin, lots of freckles, 
lots of white blemishes and I have to take care of myself. Otherwise, I'll fucking get skin cancer or even worse. So I don't have a choice in the matter. If you read my book, the second book, Mastering Yourself, I go in extensive detail about all the health challenges that I used to have when I was younger with hay fever and runny nose and all those things. And like, so for me, when I think about not taking care of myself, it's like, especially if I have a weekend, like this weekend, I've got family coming in town to stay with me and probably going to be drinking, probably going to be eating some junk food. And what's going to happen? My nasal passages are going to constrict. I'm going to feel it in my body and I like feeling good. And so it's important to think in terms of the potential pleasure you're going to get, but also the pain you're going to experience if you don't do what you know you should do. Because most people, like the person that's obese and wants to lose weight, they know they need to lose weight, but they think about the potential pain of going into the gym and getting laughed at or people looking at them or saying things about them or being negative or putting them down. And so there's a lot of pain they associate with just actually going in there instead of thinking, well, after I get done working out, I'm going to feel better about myself. If I watch my diet, if I make sure I'm mostly eating proteins and veggies and green juices and healthy nuts and things of that nature, that slowly over time, my body chemistry will change. And anybody that's worked out knows sometimes you'll hit a plateau strength-wise and you'll stay there for months. The key is you got to stick with it. It becomes a way of life. And just like thinking about any kind of problem, whether it's motivating yourself to stay in college and go take the classes that you don't want to take because you don't feel like you're learning anything that's really relevant at the end of the day, you got to have a compelling, emotionally compelling reason why you want to graduate college or an emotionally compelling reason why you want to start a business or an emotionally compelling reason why you want to go for that job that you want in life or an emotionally compelling reason why you want to hold out for a really great girl if you happen to be single now or an emotionally compelling reason to take the time and be patient and communicate with your girlfriend or wife in a way that opens her up like I talk about in my first book, 3% Man. And so if you're if you're stuck at some point in your life and like give an example, somebody that's trying to figure out what their purpose is and they go, I don't know. What do you love to do? Ah, you know what? I don't know. My mind's coming up with a blank, Corey. What they're really saying is I've thought about this before and I've considered doing what I really want, but I had some negative, painful experiences in the past And so in their mind, they've associated pain with thinking about or doing or going for the things that they want. So in order order to avoid that pain, they just go, I don't know. The reality is they do know. And so when you say, but if you had to guess, what would it be? Because that's just a possibility. Okay, well, if I had to guess, it's not really an answer. It gives them permission to go, okay, I'll humor this guy. I'll... I'll come up with some ideas. And it's like that kind of cracks the door. Because I've had countless phone sessions with clients over the years, especially people that are trying to figure out what their purpose is. And, you know, I've done enough videos. I've talked about this extensively also in my second book, Mastering Yourself. What What is it you love in life? What do you really love to do? What do you really enjoy? 
And when I hear, I don't know, it's like, I mean, you dropped all that money to talk to me and I don't know, ain't going to fucking cut it. You got to participate in your own rescue. Nobody can do it for you. And so, I mean, I've had phone sessions, you know, because I do an hour long phone session with people where it literally took 30 minutes of just asking questions and elaborating and you know before i got one thing out of them that they could say that they absolutely love because we go through this huge story that they've got about why they can't do this and why they can't do that and why they don't have any passions because what's what do typical people typically come up with is their excuses for anything that they know issue i don't have enough time is typically the number one excuse i don't have the money I don't have the connections. I'm not smart enough. I don't have the resume. I don't have the experience. I don't know enough about that particular topic. And so those all sound like logical reasons. And so if you accept those reasons and you go, then you feel good about yourself because you've got a logical reason that keeps you from moving forward. But the reality is if you want to go from where you are to where you want to be in life, you're going to have to do things that are really fucking uncomfortable. And so you got to think in terms of your whole life, right? We've got a starting point when you're a little kid to when you're at the end of your life. And in between that time, time is going to pass whether you're moving forward or doing nothing or even going backwards in some cases. So the time is going to pass and eventually you're going to run out of time in your life. And I've talked about this in past videos. When they talk to people that are at the end of their lives, typically what they say is, I wish I would have taken more risks. I wish I would have stayed in touch with my friends. I wish I would have spent more time with my family. All things that revolve around what could have been, what they could have done. And so think Think in terms, so if you're somebody that's watching this and you're not really where you want to be in your personal life or your professional life, think in terms of what is the pain I'm going to experience down the road if I'm not honest with myself, I'm not, if I'm not brutally honest. In other words, what are you okay going to your grave with having been undone? Are you okay with going to your grave with never having been in love and being loved by somebody who's in love with you? Are you okay going to your grave and feeling like you never reached your full potential in your career? Are you okay with going to your grave with never knowing what it was like to be an entrepreneur, to have control of your own life, your own destiny, your own time? Are you okay going to your grave without learning about a topic that's always been a passion of yours? Maybe you always thought someday you'd like to be an artist, but I don't really have the time to do that. I'm not very good at that. Everybody, no matter where they are in life or what they want to do, anybody that's an expert at anything at some point in their lives, they were a total novice. They were a total beginner. You have to start somewhere. Repetition is the mother of skill. Our lives become a summation of all of the actions that we either take or fail to take. The reality is you're going to end up somewhere in the future. And what you do today and what you fail to do today is going to determine the trajectory 
of your life and where you want to be. And so everything I do in life, whether it's a meal I'm about to have or exercise that I want to do or need to do or know I need to do and I don't feel like doing or getting up when I have to go somewhere instead of just going back to sleep or making that phone call I don't feel like making or whatever it has to be, I always think in terms of what is the pain I'm going to experience if I don't do what I know I need to do. And what is the potential pleasure? The key is you got to make the potential pleasure so awesome, so exciting, so compelling, and the potential pain of doing nothing that that enables you to do the things you know you need to do. Because again, it goes back to, I don't know, is just basically an excuse. I don't know is basically, I don't even want to fucking try. I have completely given up and I don't even want to try. The reality is you got to give yourself permission to fail. You got to give yourself permission to make mistakes. You've also got to accept the reality that everything you want to do in your personal life and your professional life is going to take way fucking longer and way more money than you think it's going to take. And that's the reality. And even at 49 years old, there are several things that are in my life, whether it's something new I'm starting or something new I'm training with, I'm going to get just as frustrated as the next person that things aren't happening as quick as I want them to. But that's reality. It's like you have to accept that. You have to give yourself permission to fail. You have to give yourself the acknowledgement that things are probably not going to go the way you want them to. As a matter of fact, when you finally arrive at your destination, when you look back in your life and you see the path that you had to take and with all the twists and the turns and the failures and the successes and the things that didn't work out that at the time seemed like they were surely going to work out, that's going to be surprising. It's like here I am, a 49-year-old dude. I majored in construction management and now here I am all these years later doing YouTube videos, having two best-selling books on self-help for your personal life and your professional life. It's like if you'd have told me at 19, 18, 19 years old that I'd be doing what I'm doing right now, I couldn't have even contemplated that. I couldn't have even imagined that. And I'm the result where I'm at in life just like you are. I'm the result of all of my choices. And the, the hardest thing you'll ever do in life is getting to a place where you're comfortable doing the things that feel interesting, that you're curious about, that seem cool and exciting. And some things that you finally get to experience that seem cool and exciting, eventually you get bored of. That smoking hot girl that you always want to date, you might date her for a few months and go, wow, this girl is completely different than the way I thought she would be. This career that I wanted to have, this job that I wanted, I thought it was going to be be the be-all, end-all. And after three months, I think it fucking sucks ass and I want to do something else. The key in life is to learn to trust what you feel internally. Your feelings are your truth. And the reality is as you gain experiences in life and you try things, You get to see how much you like it and how much you don't like it with things you do like about it and things that you don't. The key is always to be thinking, what is my next step? 
where am I going next? What do I need to try next? What do I need to explore next? Is it a lateral move? Is it, do I need to make a 180 and go in the other direction? Do I make a 90 degree turn here and then go straight from there? The idea is learn to trust your inner voice and see where that leads you because it takes a lot of courage to do that because the consequences are if you ignore your feelings, if you ignore the things you're curious about, if you ignore the things you're interested in and you move away from them because you're scared that you're going to experience pain, there's going to come a point in your life where you're going to experience ultimate pain. And at 49, I've lost a lot of friends of mine over the course of my life that have died way before they should have. And the reason being is they got to a point in their life because year after year, decade after decade, they made choices that were opposed to going in the direction that they wanted to go. And therefore, they got to a point in their life and they completely lost hope. When you lose hope, what's the point of going to the gym? When you lose hope, what's the point of eating healthy? When you lose hope, what's the point of taking a risk to ask that person out that you want to go out with them? When you lose hope, what's the point of going and applying for that job that you've always wanted to apply for? Or going back to school if you need a certain degree to get into the field that you want to go in. And when you lose hope, it's like you literally got one foot in the grave. You can even see it. And the faces, I mean, think about all the people that you know in your life when you look in their eyes. Are they happy? Are they optimistic? Are they looking forward to the future? Or are they totally defeated and have given up and they're just trying to get through the week to get some peace in the weekends before they have to do it all over again? I mean, a metaphor I like to look at, I mean, I, I look at turtles, right? Those Galapagos turtles. There was one of them that just died in the past few years that was around when Charles Darwin was alive. That I think it lived to be almost 170, 174 years, I think. I mean, it's like a fucking turtle can live to be 174 years and people are dropping dead at 40, 50, 60 years. It's like that fucking sucks. But you got to have a way to move forward. And so if you're stuck... And you feel like given the excuse of I don't know, I don't know is just bullshitting yourself. It's making an excuse for being lazy. There is no such thing as I don't know. We all have things we're curious about. We all have things that we're interested in. And we all have things that we'd like to explore. And we either move towards those things or we move away from those things. And if you're moving away from the things that you want in life, it's because you've created a bullshit story in your head that prevents you from even looking at the possibilities, even exploring the things that you want to do, like I talked about in the quote at the beginning of this video. And so I would highly encourage you to go to my website, understandingrelationships.com, Sign up for the email newsletter and you can read both of my books for free to get started on your journey. And if after you've read the books, if you still feel like you're hitting the wall, there's some obstacles in your way, I'm happy to do a phone coaching session with, with you or a Skype session no matter where you are. All you have to do is go to my website, understandingrelationships.com, click the products tab at the top of your screen and you may be able to bullshit yourself and your friends and family, but you're not going to be able to bullshit me. I'm going to tell you exactly like it is. I'm not going to blow any sunshine up your ass. 
And if you're stuck and you're unable to move forward, things are going to, you're going to have to face some things that are uncomfortable, especially if we do a phone session together. Because I'm going to tell you like it is, because it doesn't serve you to blow smoke up your ass and tell you that it's okay, it's just fine to not go for the things you want in your life. If you don't go for the things you want in your life and that are emotionally compelling to you, it's going to shorten your life. That's a fucking reality. And the majority of the people that we're surrounded with in the world have completely given up on themselves and completely given up on the things and the dreams that they had when they were younger. And that's a fucking tragedy. So the more people that have come alive on the inside and are doing the things they want to do, the more we're going to have people like Elon Musk and Sergey Brin and Larry Page and Mark Zuckerberg and even Donald Trump or Barack Obama doing those kinds of things that we all envy and that we admire and that we aspire to. And until then, I will talk to you soon. 